Primo production, she put on for a shot. In this big city, I want them to mention me. <laughs> Talk your shit, Bree. I am back and I am solo dolo and this will be the last episode of season two because I want to start planning season three and getting ready for that but I want season three to be totally different and I I want to be able to provide knowledge and solutions to the issues that I bring forefront so I've been really like studying and researching and ding, 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 ding. also battling depression. So let's talk about that. And I am able to talk about this um, out loud and freely and responsibly because I think it's a conversation that needs to be had, especially like amongst um our community and entrepreneur and we get on social media and we see these amazing people um doing amazing things and we automatically assume that once we start walking in our purpose that everything is going to be fine and dandy and everything is going to be a-okay and for the most part yes um, but there's always like a storm in the midst of sunshine and a beautiful day. And for that, I am grateful because I am able to really bask in the glorious moments in the sunshine um, because I am consumed in darkness. And when I am consumed in darkness, um, it's dreadful. It's not a nice feeling. It's not a good space. And yeah, so for about a month, I pretty much had to shut down everything from podcasting to closet sales. Um, we completed the fashion show. The fashion show was a success. It sold out. Um, to date, is one of the most successful um, set, uh, fashion show that I have coordinated. When it comes to numbers. Um, but there was a lot of things that happened behind the scenes. There's a lot of things happening in my personal life that are triggering my childhood trauma. And I am learning how to adapt to that. At first, I didn't know exactly what was happening. I just realized that I was sad. Like I was upset and I couldn't control my emotions. Like, I couldn't, I didn't want to do anything. I, I, I wasn't up to it. So what I decided to do was just turn everything off for a second. And yes, I am a full-time entrepreneur. And to many people, it might sound crazy to just stop in the midst of making money, you know. But to me... I'm more passionate driven than passion driven than money driven. 
So if if my emotions are not in check, I find myself lost and distraught and unorganized and unprepared and unprofessional unintentionally. And I have to really make sure that I am in a good space so I am able to function properly. In the beginning stages of your business, you're pretty much everything. So I'm pretty much everything at Bree More Productions. Um, right now, I don't have that team to hold everything together while I'm going through this process. And hopefully this never happens again because now I'm able to put my finger on exactly what's going on. And that's the reason why I'm I'm most grateful for the break that I decided to take this entire month because now I know exactly what's wrong with me. And <clears throat> and from here on out, um my 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 um objective is to clear out the cancer and to tackle it and to address issues and to speak my mind and to communicate. And even if I have to cry in front of certain individuals, then then my soul will be free. Then my conscience will be free. And I will be able to um, walk out of this darkness light. So, ooh, bars. <laughs> Don't steal my shit. But, um, yeah, uh, I just I just been going through it emotionally. And usually this is not like me. This is... The fashion show was such a success that this is one of the highlights of the year. I'm supposed to be extremely happy right now. I'm supposed to be um, sharing pictures on Facebook and Instagram and really just, you know, just being totally happy. And I am happy in that regard, but there's a lot of things that I have to tackle. And uh, I've decided to take a leap out on faith. I'm a risk taker and move around and, you know, like I said, get rid of the cancer. So what I've learned about depression is, is number one, don't be, don't be in denial about it. Because if you are in denial about it, then most likely you won't heal. So it is very important to call it for what it is. Don't be ashamed of it. It is what it is. You're going through in a, in a, an emotional breakdown right now. And our spirits, we are, we, yes, we are physical beings, but we are also spiritual beings. And, you know, not only look at those that have hurt you, but also look at yourself. That's the second thing that I've learned. What have I done to put myself in this situation? I have to hold myself accountable as well. What I've, what have I said? What I, what have I done? What could, what, what could have I done to eliminate or disregard the situation? How did we get this far? And once I pinpointed that I was like okay bet so now I'm I'm also checking myself in the midst of this darkness I'm not just pointing fingers at the people that hurt me I'm also pointing fingers at myself and I'm dealing with myself and another thing that I learned is talk about it communicate let people know what exactly is going on um unfortunately 
um, a lot of people say, don't claim me, don't claim me, just pray, just pray, just pray. And to me, prayer without work is dead. So I can pray all day. And you can pray for me all day too. But if I'm not putting in the work, if I'm not standing in the mirror, if if I'm not saying affirmations to my soul on a consistent basis, if I'm not saging, if I'm not communicating, if I'm not getting shit off my chest, then this shit would just continue to suppress. I will continue to suppress these issues and continue to live life with prayers on deck. And I don't believe in that. I believe that you need to work behind your prayers. I believe that you can, you shall not sit on praying hands. Once you pray, you get up and you get to work. Number four, cry. Cry, 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 cry. Don't hold shit in. It doesn't, I, at this moment, it doesn't matter where I'm at. If it hits me, I stop what I'm doing and I get it out and I let it out. Today was the first day I've been in my office in about two to three weeks. And my office is a safe haven. (laughs) It's not just Brewmore Productions. It's a reminder of what I have built. It's a reminder of where I'm going and it's a it's like to me is it's a place where it's a place but it's also an opportunity that my ancestors didn't have so I don't take it for granted so when I walked around like when I came into my office today I I walked around and I looked and I, I looked and I I touched stuff and I and I was looking at pictures and I was reading articles and things that I've done. And I just started crying because I do not take entrepreneurship for granted um, simply because of what my people have gone through. You know, you know, we, we, we come from picking cotton from sun up to sundown and, you know, not having control of all aspects of our lives so the fact that I live as an entrepreneur in my lifetime is a it's an honor it's a privilege and it's also a blessing because it was many of those that came before me that didn't have this opportunity it's many of those that dealt with depression during slavery after slavery and during Jim Crow but they had to continue to put on a good foot and go to work and here I am I'm able to I'm able to sit in my depression and and also work through it so that's another thing that I don't take for granted is time the time that I am gifted to elevate and become better and I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed to say that this is this is what's going on with me. Because I feel like, you know, there's so many um there's so many obstacles and challenges that we have to go through and yeah, being an entrepreneur is rewarding and it's amazing and 
you know, you create your own schedule, you make your own money, you create an empire, you um, you creating generational wealth, and you creating something that you can pass down to your children and your children's children. That's beautiful. But it's also the other side of it, where things get hard and you become overwhelmed. And right now, I am overwhelmed. I've been grinding nonstop. Nonstop, just grinding, grinding, grinding. And I know for a fact I've been grinding nonstop because the minute that I stopped, my work was still working for me. So I was still collecting checks while I was sitting at home. Thank you, God. Actually, when I walked in the office today and I checked the mailbox, I had a check waiting on me here that was dropped off on November 25th. And I had no idea about it. So that's how, you know, people say chase the money, chase the money. I think, like I always tell y'all, there's balance. Yeah, chase the money. Get your go- get your coins. But at the same time, check yourself. Like, chase yourself. Chase your purpose. Chase your spirit. Chase who you want to be. Get yourself together because you can make all the money in the world. You can have money in your mailbox waiting on you, but you depressed as fuck. Depressed. You got to put a hold to shit. You got to analyze that shit, and you got to break it, break it down. And I'm not saying that you will live a perfect life. No one will live a perfect life. But at least you know how to pinpoint what exactly is going on with you when it occurs. And that's what I'm most grateful for is the fact that I can put my finger on what the fuck is going on with me right now. And then another thing that I'm grateful for is I'm happy that this don't have nothing to do with a nigga. I am beyond happy that um, this has everything to do with me and only me. And of course, others, but it's not a love sickness. You know, it's not something that I'm going through. You know, like my boyfriend cheated on me. He had five kids and there's no, there's really, there's no extra third parties, you know. So I'm most I'm extremely grateful for that because I'm able to I'm able to deal with this shit and move around, you know? Like I don't have to necessarily reach out to individuals. Well, I do. I ain't gonna lie. I have to I have to speak my piece to about three motherfuckers on this earth right now, but it's not like a relationship sickness, which is Please don't get me wrong. I understand and I'm I'm not making fun of those that, you know, that go through love sickness or anything like that. I'm just grateful that I don't have to deal with another individual trauma as well. Like once I once I speak my peace with somebody, there's no like intimate love attached to it, and I don't think it would be hard for me to walk away. It won't, it won't be hard for me to address the issue and get it off my chest and move around because there's no, like, any strong emotional love. If you've ever been in love, you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about right now. There's, 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 that's not it. That's not it. I'm not, I'm not lovesick. Um, I'm just sick mentally, mentally drained. 
and um you know everybody and everybody have their own ways of dealing with things and everybody have their struggles and a lot of us can deal with certain things and a lot of us cannot I'm just happy that that's not my situation right now um hopefully never but yeah um I had I've been taking a lot of a lot of spiritual baths. If you know anything about that, it's pretty much um a moment to yourself where you are pretty much bathing off emotions. It's just deeper than just washing yourself. You are washing away fear and negativity and uh disappointment. And you are actually talking to yourself, and you 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 expressing your feelings to yourself, and you letting your, you know you letting yourself know what 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 is going on with you. And I'm being <laughs> I'm being transparent as fuck right now because I posted a post on um on Facebook about three days ago, and the post simply said. The post simply said it took this year and this year alone for me to realize suicide. And, you know, off the muscle, that word suicide is triggering to a lot of people. It's it's traumatizing, is hurtful, is 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 just negative. So a lot of people took that and thought that, you know, I was saying that I'm suicidal and I'm not. And I even said that in the post. I said, it took me this year to realize and to understand suicide. And now when I come across those that have that mindset, I am going to approach the situation with more understanding and love. And then I said, I am not suicidal. I am not saying that I'm going to harm myself. I am simply saying that I am overwhelmed. And number one, people got this real bad. They either don't read between the lines or they do not read exactly what you put out there. You either not reading between the lines or you uh, are you not simply reading uh, what people are saying. Like I was I was really direct with my message. There was no ends, ifs, buts about it. There wasn't no mistakes. There wasn't no errors or it was it was so direct and people still took it as if I was saying that I was ready to end everything in um. That's not the case at all. I'm just I'm just stressed. I'm I'm sad. That's it. Um I'm overwhelmed with emotions, negative emotions. I'm not at the point where I just want to quit everything. That's I don't work too hard to get where I'm at and I'm not even done. So, I don't have any intentions of quitting and ending anything because right now I'm not in a place where I can even go somewhere and um 
and leave my son something meaningful and worthwhile. Like when I when I'm done, because I have even said this before, when I'm done with this place, when I'm done with this life, number one, I'm not going to be reincarnated because I already told God I don't want to be reincarnated. I'm done with this shithole whenever it's done. Um, I don't know how that shit work out, but once we, me and God going to have to have a conversation. Listen, partner, now, I ain't going to be able to, um, <laughs> we going to have to, you going to have to put me on kitchen duty or something because I ain't going to be able to, it's just too much. Like earth, this life is just too much. Let me explore the galaxy. You know, let me do something else besides come back. I don't even think I want to be an ancestor. Like, I don't want to be one of those guardian angels. I don't want nothing to do with this place once I'm done. But, you know, while I'm here, my business, my purpose is to leave something behind. Um, Something to pass to the next generation and the next generation and the next generation. Like, I'm not just doing this because... It's something to do. I seen somebody else doing it. I seen them winning. And I was like, yeah, I want to do that too. Like, no. Everything that I do is God sent. It was urged into my life. It was, it was, I was provoked. I was startled. I was wakened. You know, I was asleep and I was woken. And next thing you know, I got an office at 3 a.m. in the morning. You know, it's, 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 Stuff like that that happened. Um, I have a story for every single aspect of who I am as an artist, who I am as a costume designer, um, even down to Breemore Productions. There's nothing about anything that how I move, how I act, how what I say. There's nothing that that um, that's a coincidence. Everything was God sent. Every single thing, even this podcast, everything was God sent. I have a story for every single aspect of my business life, even personal life. I just don't move just to be moving. I move with purpose. And I think that's another reason why I'm so emotional because hey, I move with purpose. If if you, uh, I tell everybody, we all, you know, I don't really subscribe to church like that but i am very much in awe of jesus story and i tell everybody go back and read this man's story go back and read this man's story it doesn't matter if he was real or fake or your imaginary friend at this point go back and read and digest his story and really take in his journey i i love it I think Jesus was very gangster. If if I had to list uh, top ten gangsters um, that I am in awe of, he is number one. And it doesn't matter if he's Santa Claus or he's a uh, he's a what is that? He's part of my Im- imagination. It doesn't matter if it's real or fake or nothing to me. I love the story. I love the journey. I love it. I when I get down and out, I'm able to I'm able to use Jesus as an anchor. I'm able to use Harriet Tubman as an anchor as well to get me back 
on shore. Climb right up that rope and I'm back like I never left. So, yeah. So, it's all about like, I'm just happy that I'm able to talk about it. I'm able to really like really pinpoint what exactly is going on um and actually make some um some adjustments to my decision making um when it comes to certain situations and certain people and not feel sorry about it and I'm extremely grateful that I know my triggers I am extremely grateful that I know exactly what happens to get me in this dark space. So I'm not necessarily saying that I am back. I'm just able to communicate right now. Three weeks ago, I wasn't able to do so. I just needed to sit in it for a minute. I just needed to bask in it and handle the situation. But now I'm able to be vocal about it. And I believe this is also healing. So we're going to give a shout out to our sponsors and I'm going to be back. Okay, you guys, we are back and we are speaking about depression. And we are speaking about my experience. Um, right now in the midst of it, I'm healing. I'm able to communicate about it. So I think that I'm almost out of the darkness. So what have I been doing this entire month? Um, gratefully, like I said before the break, I been grinding so hard that, uh, I have not necessarily missed out on the cash flow. Work has um, has been coming to me in 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 strides, which I'm very grateful for. Um, but for the most part, money is the last thing on my mind right now. Um, what I decided to do was binge watch Living Single, and now I look at li- Living Single from a whole different perspective now. And it's funny because Khadija is everything that I am. Entrepreneur, she had a magazine, a flavor, and I have Bree More Productions. It's everything that I am. And to actually watch that and see it from a different perspective, of course we grew up on it, but now I really get to see it as an adult and actually apply adulthood and entrepreneurship to the to the lenses, um, I, I see it different. And I am very much in 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 love with the, the whole living single situation. It's so funny. I really am. Um, so I've been binge watching living single. I've been reaching out to my friends. I've been communicating with my friends about my feelings and what's going on. And even family members telling them how I feel. Um, the only thing that I can suggest those that are either around or living living with people that's battling depression, I would say 
when they speak on it, when they say, this is what I'm going through, do not just give them prayer as an option. Like, don't just say, just pray about it. Like, either Google ways to help this person out or if they request uh if they request space but they're still functioning but they just asking for time to just clear their minds give them that space do not add anything extra to their plate because everything that's already on their plate they are already tackling every single thing it could be down to their meals People that are battling with depression are analyzing every single thing in their lives and trying to figure out what went what went wrong and if they're functioning they trying to they trying to figure out how to fix it. So if you dump some more shit on top of what they already dealing with, that's that's already suppressing them and and making them feel the way that they feel and now they are in the darkness you are making the situation worse and a lot of people need to understand isolation does not always have anything to do with you like don't take it as a personal slug slug here in Dallas mean how can I explain this Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Slug, 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 slug. What is slug? Slug is when it's an it's an uh, um, offensive saying, you know, like roasting or saying something very offensive to somebody. Don't look at it as if somebody is just like coming at you any kind of ways and they don't want you around. That's not the case. They just battling with something right now in isolation. It's probably the best bet for them. This is how they can be able to function and get, be able to function and get a lot of shit still done while also battling depression. And that's me. I, I succeed in isolate in isolation. Like, I don't want to be fucked with. If I tell you, please just leave me alone. If I'm quiet. If I'm not, if I'm I'm still giving you some type of feedback, but not that cheery, welcoming feedback, but I tell you what's going on with me, just leave me alone. Just, just give me my space. Just, that's the best thing you can do is just be respectful of people's space. Because believe it or not, if you somebody that's prominent in that person's life, they value you and they don't necessarily want to say or do something that's going to offend you so the best thing to do is to isolate themselves and it doesn't have anything to do with you in the midst of all this i also found the importance of therapy Yes, your friends matter. Having friends matter. I have a a beautiful support system. You know, having family members that you can talk to matters. But let's all be honest. 
most of our family and friends are biased to our situation. So you're not necessarily getting the truth out of people that's going to affect you and, and become more effective to how you need to move and react to certain things. You need somebody that that's that really don't have no ties to you to not only help you heal, but also put you in your in your space like, yo, you wrong. Or why would you think this? Or why do you think that? And give you a whole new perspective on your situation. Family and friends, to a certain extent, they cannot do that for you. So therapy is very important. Like, please, 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 please seek help. Seek help. Seek help from a professional that is not biased to you and what you got going. That's what I'm learning. Um, And I'm able to talk to y'all about it because I'm going through it right now. And then, once again, I'm not ashamed of it. And I, I've been doing a lot of my research. I research a lot. I do a lot of research. Once I become part of something, once I become interested in something, once something affects me, I do my research. And I've learned that a lot of creatives are very emotional. We put our all in our artwork, in our music, in our podcasts, in our events. Anything that's in the creative field, we are putting our hearts and souls into it. And low-key, we seek uh, validation from that. And it's really low-key because, yeah, you put it out there and it's yours and you're confident in it. But you are, at the end of the day, you are hoping and praying that people embrace what you put out there. So you are asking for a little validation. And to me... I think my biggest downfall is seeking validation from people that, those, you know, those prominent figures in my life, you know, those immediate family members, those, those, those relationships that I, that I have uh, invested in. Yeah, people on Facebook and on, on IG can tell me I'm beautiful and tell me I'm doing beautiful things out in the community and love my artwork and actually purchase my artwork and all this amazing stuff. I have a I have a very good support um on social media. But if I don't hear it from certain individuals, it's still haunting and it's it's hurtful. It bothers me that I don't hear certain individuals uh you know, praising me or not even just praising me, just, you know, telling me, good job. I'm proud of you. And I have to learn how to not look forward to that or not want that. I have to learn how to still be able to, you know, be as great as I am and not expect certain individuals to tell me certain things. I have to I have to get used to that. Unfortunately, this is the world that I live in. Because if I continue to expect um them to react 
the way that I want them to react, I will consistently be disappointed. And then I end up back in this dark space. So you see what I'm saying? I had to I have to turn off the lights to and sit in the dark to really analyze my situation and stop suppressing my feelings and put the shit on the table. Bree, this is how you feeling. And it's okay. Don't be ashamed of it. You human at the end of the day. You're not a machine. You are not just what you have built. You are more than your business. You are a mother. You are a sister. You are a daughter. And most importantly, you are human. So you have those emotions that you have to deal with. And it, it is simply okay. It is totally okay for you to do these things for you to feel these things and i also been reading drinking water meditating just really just sitting by myself and just trying to figure things out not only on the business level but also personally just trying to figure out things to make me better Mentally, physically, spiritually, financially, like professionally, just trying to figure things out. And sometimes you got to close the door, turn off the light, sit down, sit your ass down. Because when you when you just run, 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 all you doing is suppressing those feelings. You just you going through shit and you just tossing it in a bag. You just tossing it in a bag. That's what Erica Badu was talking about in Bag Lady. You got all these bags on you, and you're not dealing with it. You're just putting everything in a bag, and next thing you know, you, your run turns into a slow walk because you just keep bringing all these fucking bags with you, and the shit is getting heavy, and Bree is overwhelmed. Bree is tired, but Bree is also healing now. Bree done took off some bags. Figuring out what to keep, what not to keep, what's important, what not to, what's not important. Going through each bag and taking shit out. Discarding, keeping, discarding, keeping. Is this safe? If if Is this not? Get rid of it. It's poison. It's cancer. Fuck it. Keep that. Put that back in the bag. Do we really need this bag? Eh, nope. Well, here, take it. <laughs> That's what's going on right now. In simple terms. Hmm. So I am most grateful for God, my ancestors, and my support system. I am also most grateful for self. Because self is learning. Self is evolving. Self is elevating. Self is living. Self is loving. And I am most proud that I am still in tuned with my humanity. That's what I'm most proud of. Out of all my accomplishments that I've... Oh, I'm trying not to cry right now. (sighs) Out of all my accomplishments... Of this year alone, I am most proud of myself in this moment. I am most proud that I am still in tune with humanity. I am still relatable. I can still 
if anybody is going through what I'm going through right now, I am able to low-key walk you through this situation because I feel every emotion. And Nipsey even said this shit. He said, feel every emotion. We just want to feel the success, the gratitude, the praise, all that. No. Feel every single emotion, the fear, and get rid of the fear. The negativity, the disappointments, the unhappiness, the upset, the anger. Feel all of it. So when you go to the next level, you know how to handle new devils. That shit ain't going to be nothing to you because you know you have faced your shit. And this is what I'm doing right now. I'm facing my shit. So y'all know the Bree More Productions is the safe place for the black opinion. And I'm speaking minds. I'm speaking honesty. I'm being transparent right now about depression. So let's have an open discussion about this. If you have anything to say encouraging words or quotes that i can pass along or even use for myself please leave a message you can also hit me on social media you can follow Breemore productions on facebook and also ig and let's have real conversations and let's be vocal about it and let's let's really speak on these things on platforms for us by us so we won't feel that we are the only ones or we won't feel like people cannot relate season three is coming in january 2020 and it will be new segments and solutions to our issues and i am also thinking about joining another podcast with someone here in dallas texas and uh, i'm excited about that i it has not been um solidified yet if that's a word is solidified a word i don't know it has not been stamped and set in stone yet but we are in cahoots and talking about it so um everything that's that's going on with bring more production will be posted on the website and also our uh, social media pages you guys would definitely hear from bring more productions in 2020 and i got some amazing shit happening it would be the seventh annual fashion show on november 7th 2020 um March 14, 2020 is the one-year anniversary of the podcast. January 2020 will be officially three years of me being a full-time entrepreneur. And a lot of my son is turning five, which is my favorite number. So I think I think 2020 would definitely be an amazing year. And like I said, right now in this moment, I'm getting rid of bags and I'm going through bags that I that I have decided to keep and getting rid of, rid of elements in that bag that's toxic as fuck. That's what I'm doing before 2020 hits. 
So with that being said, thank you guys so much for supporting the Bring More Productions podcast. I think it's dope. Ain't nothing like it. And it is the safe place for the black opinion. We can get up here and we can talk and we can be intimate and we can be transparent about our opinions with no judgment. Thank you guys so much for supporting Bring More Productions in all aspects from the closet sales to the fashion shows to the podcast to the after school program to the summer program. Um, nonprofit organization Role Models is coming up. We're about to start moving in that as well. I'm about to start my own after school program. And the nonprofit organization is called Role Models. And we are teaching the urban youth different aspects of fashion which I am so excited about. So again, even if you just listen to this one podcast episode, please know that I am grateful. And even if you listen to two, three, four, five, six, or all of them, I am super grateful. And please share and give me your thoughts. And let's have a real conversation about this. Like this is real. Let's talk about it. Again, thank you guys for your ears. Thank you guys for your support. Until next time, peace.